This is Paul Nobles from Eat to Perform, and I am sitting here with the very cold Sarah Kumar. Sarah, do you want to say hi to everyone? Hi, everyone. So, just in case you guys don't know, if you're watching on Facebook or listening to our, our um, podcast later on, uh, Sarah lives <laughs> in um, Milwaukee. Um, <laughs> And uh, I, I live in Chicago, in the suburbs of Chicago. She kind of lives in the suburbs of Chicago slash suburbs of Milwaukee. You know, it just uh, sort of depends on which direction you want to go. Um, you are just unbelievable. And then uh, I live in Minnesota where it's really cold. Like she thinks it's cold, but it's really cold here. Um, it, it, <laughs> it's freezing. I mean, it's sort of funny because, uh, you know, I walk my dog every morning and we have like this little bin outside, you know, where you kind of put her poop, you know, Ew. and, and when it's like 10, 15 below and you, you empty that little bucket into the trash when the trash goes out, it's like a bucket of poop sickles. Ew. Ew. <laughs> That is so nasty. What's way better than than it being runny, right? Like I mean, it's kind of like a, a fudge sickle, then, right? Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't think it's close. Actually, <laughs> yes, it is. No. Um. So yeah, the uh, <laughs> you know, so that's uh, that's a little bit of what's going on on uh, kind of a personal level, um, and we're just kind of trying to sweat things out. I may or may not be going on a um, short weekend trip to visit my dad. My dad lives. Oh my gosh! In, my dad lives in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, oh. And so it will be obviously a little bit warmer than it is here. If that you, would be so nice. If you stay here all winter long and don't leave, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. I think I get stir crazy. You know, um, and I've been kind of dealing with. <laughs> Yeah, Sarah's kind of really? Sarah's kind of really? giving me this look like you know she's stuck in Chicago and really and she, you get stir crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dan's saying that it's actually uh, not warm today. Dan, get give us some idea on what not warm means in um, yeah because he Dan lives uh, well. I think Dan might be in Pennsylvania right now, but he's, um, you know, he also has, he goes back and forth from Memphis. And so uh, Memphis is, I think, four hours from Jackson. He's saying two inches of snow in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Um, oh, wow. That pretty much, it's like the end of days there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, yeah. I, I mean, uh when when things are really bad and I, and I do actually sort of relate to um the problems that the south has when it starts to get cold because it's not the snow that's the problem it's the um when the snow and water freezes and turns into ice you mm -hmm. know and we actually um i mean it's like ice skating rinks everywhere because right before it you know turned into minus five minus ten it actually rained you know 
which is awful. You know, um, oh, yeah. Alice has a really funny story um, about this one gal at her school. And the one gal at her school, she's the youngest of the group. She wears pink all the time. She's just always Aww. happy, right? And uh, she gets, uh, you know, out of her mom's car and, you know, couldn't be more chipper, starts skipping and doesn't oh. realize. <laughs> oh, no. And just had a Charlie no. Brown moment on, on oh. the ice. And I was saying to Alice, I was like, that right there is a metaphor for life, you know? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, you just, you just keep coming, but, man, life's going to kick your ass, you know? Um, yeah. But. Uh, Sometimes. Yeah, so, so that's a little bit of what it's like to live in Minnesota right now. Ironically, though, I think if, um, if you're not from here, I know, like, yeah, I remember the only thing that I knew about Minnesota, I had no idea where it was, you know, uh -huh. um, had no idea, you know, where Denver was. But I'd watch Denver and Minnesota on television playing football. And so they were like so two of my favorite teams to watch because there was snow, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. And they played their games huh. outside. Minnesota doesn't play their games outside anymore, which I think kind of, you know, takes away a big advantage that they used to have. I mean, could you imagine, like, you know, every year back in the day, the Los Angeles Rams would come in here, you know, it'd be 10 below, mm -hmm. and they were guaranteed to lose, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, gotta and, be prepared. But don't you think, like, people would be surprised at when we go into a grocery store, we're not parked up. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. you, you, you know, you know, you're getting in your car, you have your car in your garage, your car is warming up, you know. Um, totally. Now, didn't you have some dart issues? Did, did your dart issues that, get resolved? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the Dodge dart died, died out, conked out. It's better now. Okay. Uh, what was the issue with the dart? They said that the oil burned. Wait, the oil burned on. So you did, but I hadn't. Yeah, so I had an oil change two months ago. Just had an oil change two months ago. Really? And it would do this thing where, like, chug when I go to a stop sign and then accelerate. It mm. would do this little chug thing. And I told the you know dealer about it, and they're like, "Oh, bring it in. It's probably this trans thing they, with the computer. They have to reset." Did an oil change. Well, sure enough, around the corner from my house by the Walgreens, it did it again, and it stopped wow. in the middle of the road. Wow. Yeah. Like, like to go down to zero with oil. I mean, didn't you get like the the warning light? Nothing. Zero. Nothing. And so we have it all worked out. I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to have to replace. You know, I'm on like a 500 mile. You know, 500 miles, bring it back so we can see what it's doing with the oil. Mm. But I've made it very clear. I mean, after just buying the car, the damage, you know, of burning down like that, that's done already. Yeah. Um, it's kind of scary. Su super, yeah. Su super dart is not super darting. 
So here's a funny story, though, a funny thing with that. That's not, I'm not going to allow you to terrorize my dart right now. What are you doing? But what is funny is, you I tell it. my kids all the time. You said it was a super, Chicago. you didn't have like a regular dart, you bought a super dart. <laughs> stop. Just stop. So anyhow, I tell my kids every day, coat, hat, gloves. I don't care what you're doing, oh, take it with you. It's got to be in your car with you, no matter what. You never know what's going to happen, right? Right, right. I I'm know. going to the gym, right? It's like eight minutes, literally, down the road. I leave the house. I've got my YouTube Perform hoodie on. I've got my scarf. I have my gloves, but I don't have my coat. So when my car died in the freezing weather, and Tommy, uh, you know, my 16-year-old had to come from wrestling, to help push me out of the road, he's like, where's your coat? <laughs> Mom, I thought you were supposed to have your coat with you at all times. Where's your coat? So can I tell you a little, so here's an, another little insight if you're not um, familiar with children um, of the cold. My daughter goes to the high school and the high school doesn't have this problem near as bad as they had it at the middle school mm -hmm. not only do these kids not wear coats mat you know mittens that type of stuff mm -hmm. the boys at least half of them wear shorts oh wow all through the winter time Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, it's... That's crazy. It is crazy, you know? Because, um, obviously, you know, you're going to be... I mean, that cold air goes up your shorts, too. Like, yeah, well, that's that, crazy. I don't think most of the, the, the kids, you know, have a lot to worry about in middle school. You know what I mean? Like, like the, their, their genetic potential hasn't been fulfilled at that point. So Steph is like he says. Uh, I told you so. Yeah, no, this is not like a, I told you so. I, you know, I hate those people. You know what I mean? Where who said that? Uh, who said that? I told you so. No, Stephanie's saying that I'm going to be saying that, which I would never no. say that. You know? No, you would never do that ever. No, I ever ever. I actually wouldn't because I I know it sucks to you know, have made a decision and then it kind of goes bad on you, you know. Um, and I never had, a, I never had a problem with the fact that, um, you know, you bought a Dodge or you bought a Dart, right? I had a fact, a problem with the fact that you bought a used car when you could have bought a new car, you know. Um, I, I love, I love it when you snort. Um, oh, I did not snort, did I? Have you seen the new... Nano 7s? Have you seen the pictures? Uh, no, I haven't. I mean, I know you're not, you know, you're you're in Dartville and, and you got all oh, your... Oh, just stop it. You got all... You know what I think you loved most about that? Is when I told you I had to push it uphill backwards into the Walgreens parking lot with my son. Lost my pink Ugg boot, okay, in the middle of the street. And we still had to push. <laughs> So we're laughing, trying to, he's going, mom, you can't stop, we'll lose momentum. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I've got no shoes on. 
You should have told him, say, Tommy, you're the man of the house, man. You gotta, you gotta make this happen. You know. He knows. He knows his mom is strong. He knew. He knew he needed his mom's help. Your pink Ugg boots. Now, did you get the pink Ugg boots at a discount or something? Because like pink, I can't imagine is that popular of a color for Uggs. I I actually stole them from my my daughter, who was a shoe addict. They're just little powder pink Uggs. I can relate. I can relate. I'm a, that's what I was just saying, though. The the Nano 7s, um, they have kind of a pinkish color for, for women, but it's not it's not super in-your-face pink. That one's, oh. that one's cool. I actually hope that they, they make that I'm gonna look those up. in men's. Um, not that I'm not paying attention to you. Well, no. if you go to the Instagram... Sevens. So anybody that wants to look at it, go to Instagram... Um, Reebok Nano Club, they're actually posting out all the colors that are going to be coming up um, here in the next couple weeks. I'm sort of conflicted because um, the, the one that, that we have a picture up uh, on Eat to Perform is kind of mm. like the solar colorways. It's interesting though. Um, so this is, this is kind of the big controversy, right? So, so there's like the Metcon people and then there's the Nano people. Uh-huh. I said something probably a year and a half ago, and all the Nike people lost their mind on it, right? But what I said was, is that from a standpoint of function, Nike wasn't really focused on the function of the shoe as much as they were focused on the aesthetic of the shoe. Now, you know, you could argue that a pretty looking shoe is really important. But I have overwhelming evidence that this shoe, the, the Metcon, is not even close to being made for CrossFit, okay? Right. So the new Metcon, I don't know if you see, and, and first of all, I'm just going to tell you right now, the little sock shoes that they're making now that are like cloth, the Nike ones, yeah. I love those things. I think those things look as comfortable as hell if I wasn't basically married to Reebok, that'd probably be a, a shoe I would kick it in. You know what I mean? Walking huh. around or whatever. But they're putting that material on the Metcon. And so oh. what that means is, is that if you want to do a rope climb, right? Yeah. How do you think that rope climb's going to hold up all, right. over that grip. cloth when you, when you mm -hmm. match your foot to that? And yeah. so, you know, what I said at that time, I still believe to be strongly true, they're not really making this shoe for CrossFit, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas Reebok is making their shoe specifically for CrossFit. When you look at the Nano right. 7, you know, um, now once again, you know, I mean, you know, it's sort of one way or the other. I think the Nano 7 is a hot looking shoe, um, which really cool. I don't think you can really see oh, it. Oh, yeah, I see it. Yeah, what you what you really don't see from the images um, mm -hmm. is that the under color actually comes out more. So so like if you look at it on the site, it seems mm -hmm. like the black is more predominant than it is. But if you look mm -hmm. at some of the images that are being posted live, the under colors actually come out, so it make it a little bit more of a colorful shoe. I just feel like, you know. The Metcon is being made for a bit of a broader audience. 
um, mm-hmm. that's not going to necessarily bang on that shoe the way that CrossFitters bang on that shoe, you know? And so if you got a cloth top shoe and mm-hmm. a 45 pound plate falls on your foot, it's going to really hurt. Oh my gosh. You know? Which happens in real life, we know. Which happens a lot. You <laughs> yeah, know? we know. They, um, so then the other. Lori, go ahead. Lori, Lori says, Lori Dine Staples says, Nike Flyknits are amazeballs. His what? She said the, the Nike fly knits are amazeballs. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's what they are. They're the fly knits. But, mm-hmm. but the Metcons have fly knit, um, um, uh, you know, material on the top. And, and that's mm-hmm. where I think it, it's a big mistake. But, you know, yeah. Nike's going to sell a lot of shoes. Reeboks, this is going to be the most popular Reebok shoe probably since the four, you know. Um, the, it's really pretty. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, some of, like, if you look at the five, the five was a good looking shoe. They had a lot of cool colorways and stuff like that. The problem was, is they were too narrow. And so, um, you know, I know my wife ended up cutting out, like they had, they had like inserts, you know, in the side, um, and her, you know, she jokes with me cause I talk about her feet being wide. But her feet are wider, right? And so they 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 rubbed against her her feet a little bit. Um, yeah. They fixed that in the sixes. So if these sevens are as comfortable as the sixes with the look that they have now, you know, Reebok's gonna have a hit on its hands. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, kind of cool stuff. Um, been you know just getting out from being sick. You know, uh, yesterday was Lyft Club, um, and I was really focused. I've been really focused on trying to isolate um, glutes and quads. So yesterday, I was really going for for quads. So I was Mm -hmm. doing hack squats. Do you know what hack squat is? Yes. That way you you hold the bar. Yeah. It's like a backwards deadlift. Right. Yeah. So you're you're like, your arms are kind of not... You're, Definitely not up here. You're holding the bar, right? Yeah. So like your arms yeah. are your arms. It's it's just like a deadlift, except the bar is behind your legs, not in front yeah. of your legs. And so yeah. you, you're using your quads. And then you know I supersetted that with um, lunges and uh, uh, split squats. And Bulgarian split squats favorite yeah and i'm not feeling it super in my um quads yet though i'm Mm -hmm. feeling it you know in my tendons around my knees a little bit so i'm Mm -hmm. I'm expecting you know usually i get like maximum soreness two days later um now i am you know um i've been doing hip thrusters um yeah. Now, how did this feel though after being sick? Like coming back and doing. I'm. Because you took last week off, right? Um, I've been trying to stay a little active. So there's some days that I've made, and some days I haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, last Thursday, I think I did go, but I just tried to th- do things, you know, pretty, um, pretty, light. pretty light. Yeah. Um, the other thing too that's so amazing, and and I think it's interesting, so many people have sleep problems, and mm-hmm. 
you know, when I was sleeping, it wasn't so much the coughing or whatever that was the, the issue. It was, you know, the coughing would wake me up and I couldn't get back to sleep, you know. Um, and what was interesting is that my resting heart rate is usually low 50s, high 40s. Um, and I mean, it just immediately, immediately jumped to 67, 70, you know? Yeah. That's mine right now. And that's sick this week and I hate it. That's what hurts your recovery. So getting that sleep, you know, back in order has been kind of a priority. Now, you know, last night I ended up sleeping eight and a half hours. I mean, one of the things that's helping, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but you know, a lot of the podcasts that, uh, you know, normally I have Kira upstairs. If you guys hear some scratching in the background, <laughs> she's scratching, you know, she has this little, um, we have a futon down here for, um, like if our house is like really full. Um, and so she just, Oh, somebody can sleep in the freezing basement. So can you see, can you see her on the, Oh, I can see her. Yeah. But um, I'd, I'd always heard that they do that little scratchy thing because they're, they're um, uh, evolutionary, you know, type stuff. They're looking for snakes or dangerous things really? underneath. Yeah. And, in I mean, the futon? Yeah, well, she doesn't know. Do it's you a... have dangerous things in your futon? That's what you're saying. Well, that's why I just want to, like, yell at her and say, hey, there's no snakes in the futon, damn it, sit down, <laughs> you know? Um, and not to make this, rubber snake in there. not to make this all Kira talk all the time, but, um, there's only like two or three grass patches in my neighborhood right now. Right. And there's one really big grass patch that's underneath a tree. Um, and so I walk her to that grass patch thinking, you know, Hey, this would be a good spot to do your business. You know, yeah. what does she do? She gets to the grass patch and she does the, you know, the, the, the scratchy thing like on the podcast. If you have a dog, you know, most people know that your dog kind of marks its territory after it does its business. She doesn't even do her business and she's trying to mark that territory. It's like she's like, I've owned this on one grass patch in the neighborhood, you know. Um, That's so funny. But, but it would be. It, it's it's funny at the time, but when it's ten below at eight o'clock in the morning, you know, um, and she's got she's got like little booties, you know. Um, oh my gosh! I actually have to get her. I mean, she she makes this one noise um, when she has her booties on, and she has to wait. I mean, you know how like your kids sigh, like, mm, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly the sound that she makes, you know, because you got to put her booties on. That takes, you know, five to ten minutes. I mean, can you do a video of that? I would really, I would really appreciate a video of you it, putting Kira's booties on her. Oh God, it, it. I, I think that if you live in South Carolina, as an example, and the weather is nice most of the time, you don't realize how good you got it right now. Yeah, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, it gets, it gets really hard, but what was interesting though, once she found that, that, that grass patch, you know, she did this scratchy thing, but she started running back and forth, 
you know, because she doesn't get to be out. You know, she doesn't get to, yeah. you know, um, play. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, she'll do some it's stuff. It's like you being stir crazy. You know, like you said, you get stir crazy. I so know. Is she. I did think I did think of possibly bringing her to Mississippi with me. Um, oh my gosh! As a way, um, the only problem is, is you can't get out of your car. You, you know, like yeah. you have to find the exact right hotel. You know, and then yeah. what if there's you know, I don't even know if my dad has a dog or anything like that. You know, <laughs> like I don't know that kind of stuff. Um, your dad would love that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. The um, so uh, yeah, I think um, you know, kind of getting back into the workout routine. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I will say that one thing that has happened to me over 2016 is my weight's been really super stable. I've been able to get in a lot of um, walking with lists. So my, you know, my sleep has been great. So my weight is, you know, I'm not having any trouble controlling my weight. So my Mm -hmm. want to CrossFit hasn't always been there. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I'm getting stronger, you know, um, you know, walking has been a, you know, a good thing for volume, but I may be CrossFitted one day a week you know, for the whole mm-hmm. year of 2016. So mm-hmm. coming up to the open, I actually wrote an article um, that is currently being edited. Actually, if you go to eatform.com, um, here, let me just see if I can find the name of the article. So you guys, um, anybody listening to this, you know, three months from I'm now. so excited for a new article. Yeah, so it's currently named five tips to get better at fitness competitions by Paul Nobles. But what it really is talking about is kind of viewing fitness competitions like the CrossFit Open and Granite Games from the standpoint of an athlete that is, you know, average to above average, right? Not like gym killers, not like I'm going into the CrossFit Games or anything like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we actually... Put a little um, snippet of Jason's competition template. Oh, uh, nice! For people to download. Yeah, you know. So That's if awesome. if you want to get better at your friend time or grace time and stuff like that, you know, this is a, just a, a good little progressive way to kind of walk through that and be a little bit more prepared. Because you know, every year going into the open, um, what happens is is that everybody, you know is kind of wondering whether or not they've got a bar muscle up or whether or not their double unders are right now, you know, but they haven't been really working on them. And so that's sort of the emphasis of the article is that you don't have to walk in. What now? The article is up. Well, it's up, but there's still some editing being done, um, to it. Um, you know, I think, uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's, uh, I want to change one thing, but it looks like the images are in, so we should be good. Um, but yeah, I think more than um, than anything, um, just sort of the pressure of of trying to 
you know, get a lift that you haven't tried or, you know, mm-hmm. in, in the example that I use in the article, um, you know, I, I got pegboard this year um, and um, I worked progressively towards that. I didn't show up on one day and hope that I got it, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that makes a big difference for people. And so I think people will like the article from that perspective, um, or at least I hope they do. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's 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 interesting though because I, I talk a little bit about you know being you know doing CrossFit for seven years and that I still do a lot of workouts scaled. That's the that's going to be the story of my 2017 for me to, um, you know, do CrossFit two to three times a week rather than the one I'm currently doing. Now I do one, but I also do a lot of stuff. I mean, I have a gym at my house, so I do a lot yeah. of body weight stuff. A lot um, of leg presses. Not not enough leg press. I'm telling you, man, like, like, um, I, I just want like a genie to come down and give me a leg press, you know? <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so no, uh, another thing that uh, might be interesting to people, I was watching a documentary um, on a guy named Eddie Hall, and it was sort of funny because Eddie Hall, you know, just like just the other day, deadlifted 1102 pounds um but the documentary on netflix is called eddie the strongman i highly recommend it to anyone um that would be interested in that kind of thing of course my phone rings um (laughs) while while we're doing this um have you noticed that (laughs) have you noticed that telemarketers are trickier now you know, yes. so, so they use phone numbers similar to your phone number. Have you seen that? That's interesting. I have not, I have not noticed that. Yeah. Like my phone number starts off six, one, two, 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 nine. And the phone number that just called me was six, one, two, 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 nine. And then obviously not. That is crazy. I know. Yeah. So you're like, oh my God, what if this is my wife or, you know. You know what I do? I block those numbers. <laughs> well, yeah, I probably should, you know. I mean, you, it's so easy on an iPhone. You just scroll down and click block on it. You don't have to do anything fancy. I don't know all those tricks, man. You know. I can I can give you tricks. Ask April. I taught her how to mute conversations. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's what? I'm sure. It's here, mute. So, so that's why sometimes I see you like zoning out as I'm talking and you're, you're like, you know, looking for cat memes and like nodding your head. That's yes. not true. Yeah. That is so not true. Nodding your head. But I will tell, I have on Sunday, I have a hydrostatic um, test. I've never done one of those. I'm kind of, as much as I'm not, I'm not a personal fan of body fat testing, but I think it'll be interesting. <laughs> so... One of the fundamental pieces of Eat the Form <laughs> is that we talk to people about body fat testing, and one of the main coaches actually just said, nah, not really a big fan of it. You know what? I, I'm not, because there are so, with most body fat testing methods, there are so many variables. And unfortunately, I think it comes from people getting hung up on that number. Yeah. That's what I mean by I'm not I a do huge agree. Fan of yeah, it. I do agree with the gist yeah. of what you're saying. It's such a sham. Yeah. 
Because there's so many awesome data points, like you've talked about before, for people to to check their progress, to hang your hat on that number that's got so many variables to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, you know, I don't body, you know, having body fat tested probably in six months. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I used to body fat test pretty regularly every two to three months. Um, but it can be distracting at times because you're right. Absolutely. It's only one data point And, um, you know, yeah. So from that perspective. Um, or like I love hearing, listening to Brad when we talk about, you know, a bad pod. It, the way you shaved your legs that day could affect their oh, reading. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, all those things matter. Mm-hmm. All right. So we were going to look for reviews. Um, but we haven't really had anyone step up to the plate. Um, right. It's kind of an interesting time in Eat to Perform land because, you know, obviously with the new year, we get a bunch of people that sign up. But whether it be with the challenges or whether it be with, you know, um, you're just getting their trend sheets up to date, you know, we're less than a week into all of that stuff. So no mm-hmm. one's like steamrolling yet you know? yeah um and then you know a lot of uh the people that might have normally cut you know years past um mm-hmm. you know some of those people are waiting till march or april when when the days get a little bit longer i, I kind of talk about this a lot you know mm-hmm. march and september you know when um you know, right now I'm 175. Um, so, Kayla, I don't, I don't know if. Um, so, Kayla, can you do me a favor and 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 see if. Is it Kay- Kayla P? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, I can try to take a look real quick before we shut this yeah. down. I know Kayla pretty well. She's a sweetheart. She is young. She's in college, and she is, while she's in college, trying to follow um, each perform and keep up her lifting. Gotcha. She's pretty much a go-getter. So. Okay, cool. Is. Yeah. All right, well, let's take a Super look. sweet. All right, so I've got that one being pulled up. She is subjected to when we've talked um, when we talk about consistency, you know, storm food, storm life food. Yeah. She's kind of stuck there. Yeah. So part of what I'm seeing right now, we've sort of moved her, um, her calories up, um, to kind of a reasonable level. Um, she's already pretty lean person. Um, Kind of coming from a low carb background, mm-hmm. and she had injured. Um, it was moving through an injury, injury, injured her back when she started with us. Yeah. Um, so that's why we slowly kind of moved her up. But I know she's concerned about feeling a little uh, loaded. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. Well, part of part of the issue that I'm seeing right off the bat. You know, is that she's allowing her fats to go a lot higher um, as, right. a, you know, um, 
Let me just take a look here. Because she's got one of the old sheets. And so I want to see what her macro goal sheet looks like. And it's, it's you know, green and orange, occasional reds. Um, let me go ahead and make some changes for her real quick. I'm so happy she made it on. I never, you know, her schedule with school and everything. Yeah. She's saying her back is still still pretty bad. Um, you know, we've got her kind of on injury macros right now, mm -hmm. um, which gets to be difficult, you know, because, um, you know, you want to do what you can, but at the same time, um, you don't want to dig a gigantic hole either, right? Um, and the, the big thing that that I'm seeing right off the bat is just trying to make sure we keep fats at a relatively reasonable level. Um, I'm going to see if we... I'm going to lower carbs a little bit since obviously... I mean, part of the idea with having carbs is that you know, you're using that for the times that you're you're working out. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, she's not working out right now. She's getting good steps in. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, my guess is also that, you know, she's just at a place right now where, you know, she can normally put on muscle pretty easily. Um, I mean, I'm not seeing, you know, she's... Strength session today, yesterday, you know. Yeah, she's working out. She is working out. She just can't do, like, deadlifts kind of stuff. Yeah, okay. Because, you know, um, big thing, well, she doesn't have a, um elite sheet, which I, you know, would strongly recommend that she consider just because I'd like her to be able to request a review easier. You know, um, but I am going to lower things just a little bit, um, just to ease her mind. But at, you know, real soon here, you know, being high teens, um, you know, her work capacity, you know, can really carry the day. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, at five, four, you know, mm -hmm. Being in the 130s, you can be pretty muscular, pretty lean at that level. So right. I'm trying to do deadlifts, trying to keep it the best I can. Thank you, Paul. Um, yeah, so what I really wanted to do is as we start to improve, um, I'm going to set her as fat loss so no one moves her up without talking to me. Um, yeah. But let's focus on trying to get get past this, try and find a comfortable place from a standpoint of weight, right? Um, but I mean, at, at your age, you know, we've never had you at macros that mm -hmm. would allow you to get better the way that someone your age is. And actually, if you want to, if you want to take a look at something, I posted a video of Kelly Largay, you know, Kelly's one of the coaches. Oh my gosh on the main page, deadlifting 300 pounds. Yeah. 
Kelly's 126 pounds, right? Uh-huh. And in the article or in the in the post, I posted her um, her uh, calories, right? And so, you did? awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, Kelly eats more than I do most days. You know. Yeah. Now, you know, I think that um, one of the things that I see in Kayla's sheet that I like is the fact that she's um, moving, focusing on strength and, and stuff like that. It's just a matter of trying to get in volume. You know, mm-hmm. if there's any one argument for CrossFit type workouts, um, it is for the younger folks like that, right? Um, mm-hmm. Just because you see those guys improve quicker than just about anybody else. So coming up with some kind of um, high intensity circuits and stuff like that, you know, obviously I hope most people know this, that almost all CrossFit workouts are kind of open source. So you, you can find a few if you're in the groups and you want to do, you know, I mean, a great one is probably half a Cindy, you know, where, oh yeah. You know, you just do 10 minutes of Cindy. Um and you know, don't be surprised if it knocks you, you know, out. Yeah. You know. I mean, one thing that I like about doing half Cindy even as somebody who's been crossfitting for a while is you go harder, right? Yeah. Because at 20 minutes, you naturally scale back, you know. Right. And there's a lot of workouts like that. You know, see, that's sort of what I was saying, why, you know, I want to move to at least two days a week of CrossFitting um, so I can um, really focus on the athlete piece. You know, I've been focused on the strength piece. I've been focused on the bodybuilding piece. All that's looking Mm -hmm. great. Volume piece, all that's looking great. Um, But... uh, you know, you want to keep up your efficiency with your skills. Yeah, and and your breath, you know, and your air, you know, um, you want to be able to um, function at a fairly high level for a you know forty eight year old guy, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, um, all right. So thanks, Kayla. That was awesome. Uh, I think that pretty much is going to nail it for today, sir. Do you want to say goodbye to everybody? Goodbye, everybody, and stay warm. Yeah, stay warm. Everybody. And happy new year. You know, I know a lot of people, um, she's asking, will she be doing a cut now? Um, This isn't really a cut, but what we're trying to do is just find a happy place for where you're at, you know? Yeah. Um, You are moved to fat loss mode, so Paul did change that for you, Kayla. Yeah, but but we got to start getting to a point with you where we're really pushing the performance side of things. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the one thing that I will always want to tell young people is that the, 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 you know, the growth hormone and testosterone that, that, you know, don't waste that, you know, like you're, yeah. you've got it naturally flowing through your body right now. Don't, don't, you know, waste it by under eating and then, you know, getting into these diet cycles really early, you know, right. get into the performance cycles build that muscle that's how abs are really made that's actually my next article you know oh i love it my my next article is abs are not made in the kitchen you know i love it like like as someone who's doing mike's um ab program 
right? I mean, like, uh, yeah. you've seen some noticeable change, right? I have, actually, right, well, because I'm somebody who did zero ab, dedicated ab work. Yeah. Yeah, immediately, because um, of the volume of it. Yeah. You know, the consistency in volume. Yeah, so. I saw, um, have been seeing some results already. And I'm not a sick ducks, you know, six pack abbed person at all. Yeah. So for me to see a little bit of something was kind of exciting. Well, and I think I think most women aren't looking to be shredded, you know. No, totally not. No. Softer. Look. Just want to see that little marsupial pouch, kind of, you know. Go down a little bit. Get smaller a little bit. Well, a lot of that, a lot of that, um, is really, you know lower abs and kind of working on lower abs um but oh he covers it all oh i know i i know i've actually been doing some of the exercise without doing the whole program i don't know if you said if you saw my post but i was just like yeah i don't want abs that bad you know let me tell you something the friday the day five have you seen what the day five looks like i i don't think i want to see okay it's five do do this a b and c Five intervals, and you're going to do it two to three times. Yeah. I was looking at it, I'm reading it, and it's, you know, go to the Airdyne for one minute, and then do these crunches or this ab thing. Yeah. And then go to the Airdyne for one minute. I was like, I don't even Airdyne for CrossFit. I mean, I remember, you know, when he did the Corbata tutorial, um, mm-hmm. and he held that position for five minutes. I mean, I was in, I was in it for like thirty seconds, and I was like, "Nah, bruh, I'm out." <laughs> uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, it's not yeah. like you know, I, I'm pretty fit person, you know. Um, so, yeah. you know, uh, it's challenging, and and it does really. I mean, don't you think it shows you that the people that have that level of lean, the people that have that level of fitness, we all think we work hard. Right. Right. But there's another level, you know. Absolutely. And so so that's something to keep in mind. Yeah. All right, you guys. Great to I mean, I'm I'm really super excited about 2017. Actually, you know, a little bit of a quick app update. Um, we have one more feature that we're working on, expecting to have that um, in place either this weekend or the latest by Tuesday. Um, and then we're going to submit to Apple. And then once we submit to Apple, then, you know, we'll start the Android development, but it is super far along. It is a lot of, um, I think it's motivating. You're using it, right? Yeah, I love it. So I wasn't really tracking well, and then I got sick, but the app makes me want to track. I know, (laughs) right? Like it immediately gets you into like psycho mode. I need those greens. Yeah. It's like I want to just click on it. I want to keep clicking just to see like what else it's going to show me. Yeah. Yeah, cuz like, you know, for people that don't follow Eat to Perform, you know, the trend sheets, you know, change your numbers to you know, green, red or orange, you know. Uh-huh. And um and you get these notes from Paul like these can't still be your macros. Where would you fit the wine? Yeah, so That's so sweet of you. Um I was making funny little comments to, to the staff because um, right now uh-huh. the staff is is testing it and so um, so yeah really excited about that I, I think it's it's motivating in a very different way than the trend sheets are 
you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. And I think uh, once we start putting out videos and showing people, you know, you log into My Fitness Pal, you open up the app, and then boom, all your calories are there. Like, yeah. they're going to lose their mind. You know? It's crazy. Yeah. All right, you guys. Um, hope your New Year's, you know, going great. Um, one thing, you know, I keep saying this. This is the last thing. Um, but I think a lot of people going into the new year, they come in with a certain amount of resolve around like the 26th or the 2nd. And then, you know, it's the 5th or 6th now. And they're lost a little bit of that resolve. You know, the one thing that I always want to say to those people is you've only failed if you've quit totally, you know? Right. And so, you know, if you are doing a plan and you've already started to give up on that plan, you have a shitty plan, right? So um, we can obviously help you, walk you through the specifics. I think there's so many people that... Are, are afraid to put themselves out there and ask for help. Um, mm -hmm. And they're trying to do it alone. And alone they failed over and over and over again. And that's why we, you know, we exist. Um, and that's the real value I think we bring to the table for people. So, yeah. All right, you guys. Everybody have a great weekend. And we'll see you guys next Friday. Talk to you later. Bye, guys.